Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. The recent holiday travel chaos has sparked an investigation in Ottawa. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. A parliamentary committee has voted to launch a study into the causes behind Canada's chaotic holiday travel season and hear not only from industry giants, but also from some of the passengers who saw their plans upended. In the lead-up to Christmas Day, a winter storm swept across parts of Canada, complicating travel plans for both providers and passengers during one of the busiest holiday travel times of the year. MPs on the Federal Transport Committee say they heard from constituents who were unable to get answers from airlines such as Sunwing after having their flights cancelled. Others ended up stuck on trains for hours. Committee MPs voted yesterday to invite representatives from Air Canada, WestJet, Sunwing Airlines and Via Rail to testify. They also want to hear from affected travellers, passengers, advocates and the Canadian Transportation Agency. London's garbage collection schedule will be changing this year. Yeah, before the end of 2023, residents in London will finally have a curbside collection calendar with garbage and recycling collected on a consistent day of the week. Also down the line is the long-awaited arrival of London's own green bin composting program. There are among several changes being planned by city staff, as outlined in a report going before a city committee today. Now, the changes stem from the Ontario government's move towards standardized recycling programs across the province. Falling in line with standardized recycling programs, it requires an overhaul of the way London collects and processes waste. It's set to coincide with the repeatedly delayed start of London's Green Bin program, which the city expects will begin in late 2023. Now, the overhauled curbside collection system being proposed will see recycling bins and green bins collected on a weekly basis, while garbage will be collected every two weeks. Let's go down to St. Thomas, where police continue to search for a suspect wanted in connection with a weekend shooting. Yeah, an 18-year-old remains in hospital following a shooting over the weekend in St. Thomas. Police were called to a home on Palm Street Saturday morning. Media reports suggest the victim remains in hospital this morning in ICU. Few details of the incident have been released, but police said on Saturday they believed the shooting was targeted. This is the first violent incident investigated by St. Thomas police in five and a half years when a man was stabbed to death in an apartment on Talbot Street. From St. Thomas to Mitchell, where charges have been laid after a cemetery was vandalized. Yeah, seven teens are facing mischief charges after dozens of headstones in a Mitchell cemetery were vandalized last week. Police say a total of 61 headstones were damaged. On Monday, police announced that seven teens had been arrested and charged. The identities of the accused are protected under the Youth Criminal Justice Act, but the group includes a 13-year-old from Huron East, a 16-year-old from Stratford, and a 14-year-old, 15-year-old, two 16-year-olds, and a 17-year-old from West Perth. Each of the accused faces two counts of mischief over $5,000. In a media release announcing the news, OPP said officers worked with information provided by members of the public to identify and arrest the suspects involved. The seven teens are scheduled to appear in a Stratford courthouse at an unspecified date in the future. Say a little prayer for our friends in Hamilton because their sewage problem has gotten a little worse. 
Yeah, an investigation into a leak that's been spilling Hamilton sewage into Lake Ontario for 26 years revealed that another pipe has also been dumping waste into the water for the same <laughs> amount of time. The newly discovered leak was uncovered on Saturday, and the city says the root of the leak dates back 26 years. As many as 11 residential properties have been flushing sanitary wastewater into Hamilton Harbor since 1996. At this point in time, the city says it's unclear how much waste was discharged, but the exact volume will be publicly reported when the assessment is complete. Now, the inspection was triggered by a similar discovery back on November 22nd. A leak caused by a hole in a combined sewage pipe was uncovered, meaning 50 or so Hamilton residents had been flushing sewage into the Hamilton Harbor for 26 years. Now, over that period of time, as much as 337 million liters of waste was released into the harbor, and repairs are expected to cost nearly 30 grand. So I assume the water is so bad in Hamilton, no one noticed for 26 years is my <laughs> takeaway from all of this. That's, uh, that's bad news. Uh, let's end with some good news because there's good news for Damar Hamlin. Yeah, doctors who treated DeMar Hamlin say the Bill's safety was moved to a hospital in Buffalo and continues his recovery. It's an uplifting sign of a remarkable progress Hamlin has made in a week after going into cardiac arrest and having to be resuscitated on the field during a game in Cincinnati. Doctors said Hamlin had been walking since Friday and eating regular food and undergoing therapy. They say he was on a normal or even accelerated trajectory in his recovery from cardiac arrest, which is considered a life-threatening event. And that normal recovery can be measured from weeks to months. Hamlin's return comes a day after he cheered on the Bills from his hospital bed during their 35-23 to 23 win over the New England Patriots. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1799, residents of Lower Canada, which is now Quebec, celebrated their first Thanksgiving. In 1815, Britain prohibited American citizens from settling in Canada. In 1850, explorers Robert McClure and Richard Collinson began their extensive search for uh, the Arctic explorer Sir John Franklin and his expedition. It had been described as the greatest search mission in the history of exploration. While looking for Franklin, the expedition discovered the Northwest Passage. It is likely that Franklin found it first, but none of his crew lived to report the discovery. In 1863, the London Underground, the oldest subway system in the world, opened. In 1882, O.P. Brig, an American, received a patent for barbed wire. In 1901, a gusher at Beaumont, Texas, started the great Texas oil boom. In 1920, the Treaty of Versailles ended the First World War, took effect. In 1946, the first man-made contact with the moon was made as radar signals were bounced off the lunar surface. In 1951, the world's first passenger jet took place as the Avro jetliner flew from Chicago to New York in 102 minutes. In 1977, Chicago expelled five Cubans, including three diplomats, following an RCMP spy investigation. In 1994, U.S. President Bill Clinton announced at a NATO meeting in Brussels that Ukraine, the world's third most powerful nuclear armed state, was set to give up its warheads and an inter- intercontinental missiles in a three-way deal with the United States and Russia. In 2004, police seized the biggest indoor marijuana operation ever found in Canada at a closed-down Molson's Brewery in Barrie. In 2010, The Simpsons became the longest-running television comedy in history, marking its 20th anniversary as the series had its 450th episode. And on this day in 2019... A group of co-workers at an Ontario auto workers, automotive uh, plant 
came forward as the winners of a $60 million lottery jackpot. Happy birthday to Rod Stewart, who turns 78. George Foreman is 74. Pat Benatar is 70. And comedian Jermaine Clement turns 49.